welcome to another <laughs> welcome to another uh, unofficially opinionated uh, podcast. We are your hosts, Nate, uh, and I'm joined here with by Christian, right, and Tim. And to, today we have a uh, special guest. His name is Courtney J. You might have um, seen or heard of him from the uh, Netflix uh, Heartstopper um, series, right? He is a YouTuber who posts, uh, well, actually we got in contact because he, his YouTube, what got me about his YouTube is that he speaks uh, about his um, bisexual, bisexuality, which is what um, he was cast in uh, Netflix's Heartstopper for. Courtney, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for my side. They're probably, like, if I did this with my hat, like try and have it more on the side. It was really long. It's uh, really short. Oh, now I, now I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. Because you had it like shaved to the side, yeah. right? I, I didn't, like I didn't even have it shaved, so my hair was oh. just really long at that point. So it was like really down long. here yeah. because, because oh. it was lockdown. I couldn't have a haircut, and the worst right, thing yeah. is, like, they asked me to film what I filmed, um, and they were like, "Oh, we want it as soon as possible." Literally the next week, I was able to have a haircut because we came out of lockdown. Oh no! <laughs> so, oh, no. So, I mean, like, it looked nice. It looked fine. So I mean, like... wherever he will have that those long flowy locks. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, the problem is, like, I, I actually hate my hair being that long because I couldn't. It would, like, I didn't train it to be like long. It was just oh. long. So like mm. the whole time when I sent it off, I was like, I look the worst I've ever looked in my life, and this is going to be seen by loads and loads of people, and now they're going to see me with a terrible set <laughs> of hairstyle. Of people. <laughs> yeah, so, and they're um, only going to remember you for that hairstyle. Yeah. Right. Now I have, a, I have a question, Courtney, because so when when Nate brought the topic of bringing you on, I was like, hey, cool, that sounds great. So I went to look look you up. Now you know you're Courtney J, right? Yeah. There is J Courtney. There is J Courtney, <laughs> who is a whole different person yeah do you get like a lot of like hate mail from his people or like no. or confusion funny, funny enough no there's been no confusion whatsoever like i, I like jay courtney jay courtney's cool like he was in one of my favorite tv shows which is spartacus so like i so he's really just awesome me i guess yeah yeah because i was like this guy yeah, yeah. I was like, he was on Heartstopper. i was very confused they were like yeah he looks somewhere like 40 years old i was like what <laughs> Um, to be fair <laughs> to be fair um like i had um had one person message me once about it and they were like oh like because i said something um and they messaged me back and they're like oh look at this guy you're just a fan of jay courtney i'm like no no courtney jay is my actual name like i'm not getting a fandom for it this is just actually my name like it was like i know i'm younger than him so it looks like oh my parents went oh jay courtney is a nice name but he would have been like 10 when I was born, so. <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Like, who's copying who? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> funny enough, like the reason why I'm called Courtney J, it's double barrel, um, is because the J is actually it's supposed to be pronounced as Jai because I'm I'm part Indian. Um, so oh, my really? my uncle, I'm named after my uncle, my second part, my name, because um, he's called he's called Jai, but he goes by the name J because. We don't really just... like going by like the the Indian oh. versions of our names. Um, so okay. like, uh, yeah, I, I've got like three uncles. Like one's called like Shindaru, uh, Sukinda, and there's uh, there's Jai, and then there's my okay. dad. He's called Anthony. Um, so oh. yeah, that's what that's where that name comes from. So it's nothing to do with uh, Jay Courtney or anything. I don't even know if he's he maybe he's just like, oh yeah, I'm actually part Indian as well, and like you know that's why I'm called Jai Courtney. So like maybe, but yeah. <laughs> That is, I did not. Well, they asked me. They yeah. asked me, "How do you pronounce your your name?" I so like, I pronounce it well, Courtney J. Sure it's J. Yeah, but 
Okay, so now. But but if, if you read it as Courtney Jai, that that's correct it because been, it's, right. it's an Indian name, so uh, it would have died. I was die. correct. See? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you did. Right. You were. Sorry. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to sidetrack us there, but yeah, I I just had to know since I had so much difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess I'm the only one. No. Well, I mean, I, I know. think Tim was looking at. Anyways, anyways, moving on. Okay, so, <clears throat> so the, like this episode, I, I really just want I wanted to get into you, like your YouTube and what yeah. you. So you you want to tell the with the audience about your um your YouTube? Yeah, like, yeah. So um, like I, I've been making videos for like eight, nine years now, which is a long time. It doesn't feel like I've been that long making videos, but um, I make a lot of videos on sexuality. So it's not just about bisexuality, but I try and focus on bisexuality because it's what I know because I am bisexual. So I came out just after my 19th birthday. Um, I decided that like I'm 19, like I wasn't in the happiest place. And for a long time, I was wondering what that was. And it was because basically I realized I was bisexual for such a long time. Um, and it was getting me down because I felt like I was hiding a piece of myself away. Like, I felt like the way I always describe it is like, it's like wearing a mask in public. Like, mm. I'm me, but I'm not really me because I'm hiding behind yeah. something all the time. I'm scared to basically be 100% me just in case someone realizes what 100% me is. Um, right, yeah. And after I came out, I got a lot of messages, people saying this is really fantastic and stuff. Um, and then I noticed that there's not really that many male bi creators on YouTube. Like there's just none. There's there's female bi creators, but like for the male perspective, mm -hmm. there's none. Um, and I, I I love the LGBTQ plus community. They're amazing. They create all this content, but I couldn't find anybody who felt the way that I did. I couldn't film myself in them essentially i couldn't like so like i'm not the most like flamboyant um i'm not the most feminine like bisexual guy i, I like quite a lot of like i would say more i wouldn't say masculine but like stuff which you wouldn't like put with the lgbtq plus people like when it comes to that like so I, i'm big into football you know I, I like going to the gym and like all those kind of things and like if I, when I met like oh, other people, let me let me but... stop you there because gay people love the gym. Okay, <laughs> <I> mean, <they're... laughs> but... there, there is a group of they call them gym bunnies. There is a group of them that just love them some gym. I go to the gym, but like, yeah, I, I, I guess it, like... it's, it's, <laughs> it it's more the football thing. I, I suppose, like, yeah, I, I, I try to like the problem is every time I enter, I'm like, why is that actually a masculine thing that I do? Yeah, like, the only thing I think of is like, I really like football um yeah. which like when I've, I've mentioned to like groups of my friends who were a queer as well I'm like oh football they're like dude don't don't talk to me about that like why why do I? I was like i was like how can you no. not appreciate that there's 11 men on a field versus 11 other men just running around hot and sweaty like what how can you I mean, not appreciate that that, that? that like, is appreciable that we can yeah. get into yeah. but that's the exactly sport? why no. my wife watches basketball she doesn't care about any sports <laughs> but that, that's not she's the only like, reason why i watch like, football I like watching the dudes. I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, football and uh, and American football or soccer. We call it soccer, anyways, and American football. Yeah, but I that's not enough to get me interested into that. So I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> okay. So yeah, go back, go back to my YouTube. Like, I'm not into that. Like, I, I don't like. Like, I wouldn't ever be wearing, you know, like high heel boots or anything like that because they're just not me even though i find it fascinating i think it's awesome when people do that no no, no way guys like full-on embrace it that's amazing but it's just not something i would be comfortable with and it's not because it's what it is it's just because like 
I'm the kind of person who likes wearing like skater shoes and a pair right. of jeans and like. So basically, a you just want it. You want it to be the representation that you wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to, yeah, be what isn't there for you, basically. Um, right. And like, yeah, I, I, I finally can say I got to be what I never had. So when I was a kid, like, and struggling with this, because I realized I was bisexual, probably way younger than I, I think. Like, I, I say 14, but it was probably younger than that. I probably had thoughts and stuff about it. But like, 14 was like really when I kissed my first boy. Um, right. And I liked it. And I had my first boyfriend at that age and stuff. Um, and basically, like, I kind of went through all that. He became not so nice a person. And I guess part of that put me off the whole idea. And it made me, like, kind of draw back into myself. And I, I basically said, like, I couldn't be that because that was wrong um, for, for a long time. And then it took all the way to 19 to actually go, no, what? No, I was right the first time. Um, I don't know why I've been denying myself this happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I decided to start making videos and, um, like they started helping people. A lot of people found some solace in them. Some people found something which gave them a little bit of strength, like, and it was amazing getting messages from people from all around the world saying like, I, I watched your videos and I came out the other day and my family were really accepting and now I have a boyfriend and I'm like, that's amazing. Like, that's so incredible. And I mean that like one little three minute video of me just going, oh, this is how bisexuality felt for me kind of thing. Yeah. Gave someone the strength to go to their family and say like, no, what, I'm going to change my life now because I want to be happy. And like the more people I can do that for, mm-hmm. the more amazing that is for me because like that's the best feeling. Like knowing that you've got to help somebody out by just just being there for them and being that person, which I never got to have. So yeah, yeah. like I, I really well, like that. I think we have some questions because, well, so I'm, I'm the only gay person here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm the only part of the LGBTQ plus community here. Um, but I think we all have some questions <laughs> from a gay point of view and then from their point of view. Y'all got, y'all got questions about uh, bisexuality that you I, ever I, I also have questions. Well, yeah? I, I guess my, my, my first question, Courtney, is just around, you know, since you started the channel, I guess, what do you see as, as the most common struggle that people come to you trying to, like, work through? Um, well, I think the first thing is, like, it'd be really odd, like, when people message me. Because I, I say at the end of all my videos, like, feel free to DM me. Like, and, like, people are actually surprised when they DM me and I reply back to them. They're like, oh, my God, you're actually a I'm like, well, I wouldn't say <laughs> message me if you couldn't. Like, that's, right. like what, what kind of mark is that? Yeah, message me. And just have a thousand messages going, like, like, that would be so counterproductive. So, like, I try and reply to all these people. And, like, the first thing they always say, like, oh, um, I like guys and I like girls. I think I might be bi, but I don't know. I'm like, like you've already just told me that you you have the two things that make you buy. Like the only other thing you could be is like, you could be attracted to more things. And like, so right. like, let's go into depth about this. And like, yeah, sometimes they, they, they'll come out with like the, the strangest things. And I'm like, like you, you realize you're answering your own questions for you. But like, that's like the hardest thing, right? The, the hardest yeah. thing. Well, I mean, you two haven't had to deal with it. Although Chris, Chris always gets, confused for gay <laughs> or often he is often often <laughs> right well, and, and i guess to your point nate like th- that's why i was wondering you know are are do you find people being how can i put this i i find in these days it seems like especially teenagers are being forced to 
try to put themselves in a particular box, right? And and try to like look at different things about themselves. Oh, I like wearing heels and I like football, so that means I right. must be mm-hmm. X, right? Yeah. And so do you find that people are struggling trying to put themselves in a box versus just being who they are? Yes, like definitely. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, I, I've had so many people message me about these sort of things. And I, I always say to them, like, stop looking for the label. Like, stop mm-hmm. thinking that you need to label yourself. You're Like, at any age, like, see, people kind of label themselves and they think, oh, that's me. That's me. That's This is my box. This is bisexuality here. It's like, well, you haven't lived your life. Like, you might, like, I could go through my whole life um, and I've dated one girl and then I meet a guy and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm bisexual because it took that special person to make me feel that way. Like people don't take into account that like sometimes it's the experiences that we have. It's the the different people we're around, which allow us to open our minds to those things. So you don't have to force this label on yourself. And just because you've labeled yourself as something, doesn't mean that it can't change because, you know, I'm not the same person I was when I was 17. I'm not the same person I was when I was 14. When I was 14, I went into denial about it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm 27 and I'm super confident about it. Like, that person is someone who's completely different. And if you approached me when I was 14, I'd be like, no, no, wait to like, get out of my face. Like, like do, do you want to, do you want to fight about it? Like kind of thing. Like, that, that's how I would have right. been because I would have been so defensive about it. And like, yeah, like I think people just like, they think like, oh, because you have to, if you wear high heel boots, that that's, that's like, there's famous singers who have worn high heel boots and makeup and like, you know, you come yeah. on stage looking amazing. Like, like the, I think of the, the band Kiss and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Nobody goes, oh well, they're all gay. And I was like, well, no, they're all womanizers. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Exactly. It's, like it's just like we've got this perception of what like is queer and what isn't queer. Like, wear what you want, dress how you want. Doesn't mean like sexuality yeah. and identity are two very different things. And I think like mm-hmm. part of the problem with the LGBTQ plus is there keeps being more and more stuff added and it gets more and more confusing by the day. Like it really mm-hmm. does. Like there is so many, you've got pronouns, you've got labels. Like I speak to people and they say, they go, I'm this, this, and this. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Uh, and I feel like I should because I make content <laughs> I on it, but like, it's, it's so drastically changing. That's a good thing as well. It's not a bad thing. It means I have more to learn, but like the reason why there's so many labels and so many more labels coming out is because people are not comfortable being, in this box yeah. so i just say instead of just saying any label just say you're open-minded if you're open-minded that means you can be whoever you want you can do whatever you want you can dress however you want and you can decide at a later date i mean it's it i feel like it's kind of like you know when you you first come out of school and you're like you're told oh you gotta get the best grades because you've got to get a great job and you've got to know that great job by the time you're 21 because that's when you're going to be out in the world getting that job. Yeah. <laughs> How many people at 21 yeah. are in the job which they stay in for the rest of their life? Yeah. Not, right. not that I mean, many. That is, because... that, that is a very, very, absolutely very good point. I mean, that's a, that's a whole other podcast too about like, yeah. <laughs> like learning because, you know, in America – Basically, you got to know who you want to be before you leave university. I mean, before, before you, you get to university. Are. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because like, you know, like when you get to university, you have to choose a major. You did something similar, right? So you went to college, you did a degree in, in game game design, Games you on. said? Game yeah, yeah. So did, and now you're doing refrigerated, uh, re- refrigeration engineering. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I mean, you know, I luckily I, I did happened to find what I wanted, but I started out doing something I, I wasn't going to be able to do, you know, and then I switched to MBA, uh, to not MBA, but to business, um, later, but like you, you're, 
you haven't even discovered in it the world like before you get into university how are you gonna be able, yeah so anyways yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> i mean our frontal lobes aren't even fully developed no. until 25 ish right yeah, yeah. so to to think we're gonna know and cement like all these hard and fast things about ourselves at that age i think is just is a fallacy and i think it leads us to you know, I think labels are useful to help us have like a conversation, right? right? So yes. mm-hmm. when you have definitions for things, we can talk about it, and we know we're all talking about the same thing, right? But yeah. to use the label to try to define yourself, I think, is where it can well, be an issue. It, it, in, 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 in that, that's a good point, but I, I will say that I knew that I was gay. Well, okay, so I didn't have the label gay, but I knew that I was attracted to guys since I was in like elementary school, right? Yeah. So somewhere around. Uh, eight, seven, or whatever, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it meant, but I just, we grew up in a religious, uh, the same religious um, uh, denomination, so we, and it wasn't really taught. In fact, it was definitely, like, not even frowned upon, upon, but, like, preached against, you know, sort of thing. So when I discovered what it was, I I wasn't going to be able to, to pursue it or, you know, to explore it or anything like that. But when I discovered what the label was, uh, I totally embraced it. Like, I was like, this is a label that describes me. The only thing is, it's weird because, you know, you know the Kinsey, you all know the Kinsey spectrum, right? Uh, I believe you, so, yeah. You've heard of it? Yeah, it's the um, spectrum that it, it's fr- it goes from like 100% straight to 100% gay. And then oh, okay. basically he's saying that like everyone falls up on the spectrum so no one is really there's really no 100 percent straight or 100 percent gay like everyone's somewhere in between something like that mm. so anyways um i remember when i was i had come come to live in uh, europe so i was in geneva and uh, i had met some people that i was working with um and i asked them if they ever found women attractive because i find women very attractive um yeah. And they were super gay. <laughs> yeah. Nate, had a, Nate has had a few obsessions in his life. We'll, we'll just say that. Yeah, let's leave that there. Please continue, Nate. <laughs> I'm sorry, Courtney. Tim, no inside jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, yeah, so I find women attractive, I, I like attractive, but not sexually attractive, right? Uh, and I have no desire to be like in a relationship with them. It, it wouldn't work. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I right? think a lot just, of people are like that. Like, yeah. you, you can see the attraction, like, like, even before I come out, I could tell if I had a very good looking friend or like if they were a guy or a girl. And, they, they, you know, I know plenty of straight guys are like, oh, he's a good looking guy. You, you know people who are attractive and you can appreciate right. Someone's like, right, exactly. I, I, like you can appreciate someone's like physical form. I would say, like right. you know, like you know, a voluptuous woman, a very like muscular man and stuff like that. You don't have to be queer to like go like, oh yeah, they're attractive. Right. And I feel yeah. like I feel like there's a lot of toxic like masculinity which gets involved there, where people are like, oh no, nah, no, nah, he's ugly. Everyone's ugly. Oh, only well, women. I mean, well, like, <laughs> so what I was gonna say is like in the gay community, it's also the same, or somewhere in some types uh, places. Because when I was like I was saying it when I was in Geneva, I asked my friends if they found women attractive, and they made like this disgusting face, and like, Ugh, no, never, or something like that, right? I was like, hmm, maybe I'm bi. Like that was the question that popped into my head at the time because I was just like, 
I do find women attractive, but uh, and then I had a uh, uh, a dorm mate at the time. Uh, she was very attractive, and she was like, um, we were all just like playing this game, and they were like, would you? They asked me if I'd ever sleep with a woman, uh, and I was like, quite possibly. I was like, I don't know. Like, I it have to be like you were saying. Like the the situation would have to be the right person. The situation would have to be uh, like you know just whatever. Yeah, but. Well, I- yeah. I, I've had a friend who's completely straight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he slept with a guy and he told me it just wasn't for him. And like, yeah. I respect that because like a lot of people say like, oh, well, you've done it. So you must be gay. You must be bi. You must be something. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you can be what's called bi-curious, which basically That's means true. that you can, you can experiment, realize you don't like it. And come back. That's perfectly fine. People feel like, like, you, oh, you can't just try these things. Like, we try everything. Like, that's human nature. We're curious about right. a lot of things. So, why can't you explore that? Why does it have to be this set like rule? Like, oh, once you've done it, that's it. There's, there's just no going back. Like, you must be queer. You got to say you're LGBTQ plus now because, like, no, because he's not into that. But like, I respect him for for trying it because <laughs> he wanted to. He wanted to know what it, it a felt like and if he he could feel that way for someone. And he doesn't. So, like. Yeah. There you go. I don't, I don't think that makes him any less of a man. If anything, it makes him, I would say, even more manly because he's gone like, no, what? Well, I know who I am, and right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what like I want to know about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah. ask big questions about myself, and I'm gonna get the answers. And I, I respect that so much. So, I respect it as well. Tim, did you have uh, something that you wanted to ask? Uh, not yet. I'm still <laughs> laughing at. so um but yeah so i i do want to ask you um courtney because i saw on your well first of all like so here's the big question when i was coming up growing up bisexual bisexuality uh there was this this article right uh in um was gaiety i think that's like the online web zine or whatever um and they were talking about uh, bi erasure and why so many bisexual people feel invisible. And they brought up some very interesting points in that article, um, which I had lived through when I when I um, when I was growing up. So when I wanted to come out, <clears throat> I told my mom um, that I was gay, and um, she said, "No, you're not." <laughs> But again, we come from a very like conservative religious background. So like that was to be expected, I suppose. Um, And then I said, maybe I'm bi. Right. And then she said, maybe. Right. So she had the hardest time accepting. She had just as hard of a time accepting it as I did. Like, you know, I'm exploring. And so this article actually spoke about that, uh, talking about um, uh, bi is being the first step on the way to homosexuality. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, yeah, so many yeah. times. Uh, <laughs> Tell like, me your thoughts I, about that. Oh man, I, I can like I've made videos on this subject. Like, bi erasure <laughs> is a very real thing. So, um, mm. I was actually like, so a good a good point of this is like I'm a, I'm a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. So like I love the show. Oh. I've watched it like twenty times. Like, and there's a character in it called Willow. Yeah, and she's oh, yeah yeah yeah. She's an amazing character. She starts off and she's she's straight. She has boyfriends and everything. Then she gets a girlfriend, like, halfway through the series. And she never says once that she's bisexual. She just says that she's gay from that point. But we've seen her have fully intimate, deep relationships where she's been in love with boys. And I was kind of like, oh, why, why, why do they do this? And I was like, 
years later, I never really thought about it. Literally, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm going to look up why she doesn't say that she's bi. Because, mm -hmm. like, I always perceived her as bi after that. Right. And the creator of the show basically said, people weren't ready for this character to be mm -hmm. bi. They had to be gay because people wouldn't accept a bi character. And I was like, right. what? Like, yeah. that's mental. Okay. Um, and basically, like, it's stuff like that. So, like, a character or, like, you know, or a person you know who basically came out of bi once and then they became gay. And it, all of a sudden that becomes synonymous with all bisexuals. Because the more right. it happens, the more, like, people go, like, well, I knew a bi guy once who he was gay. I knew a bi girl and now she's gay. So mm -hmm. that must mean yeah. that bisexuality doesn't exist. It's like, well, no, right. because there's plenty of bisexuals who... You are bisexual. Like they, they are attracted to men. They are attracted to women. Um, and one of the biggest things I have with the problem of it is that. So I came out, and I actually haven't had a boyfriend since. Um, because That's I got into word. a, I got into a relationship with my girlfriend. Like before that, in secret, I, I, I dated loads of guys. Like I was with guys and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. but like when I came out, it wasn't about like, oh, I want to have a boyfriend now. The whole experience of coming out for me was just going like. I get to be me now. Like for so many right. years, I've kept that part of me secret. Now I get to be me. And basically I met a girl. Um, she is stunning. She's amazing. She's so lovely. And the first thing I said to her when I was speaking to her is that I am bisexual. And if that's a problem, we can't talk. Right. Um, and she went, why would it be a problem? And from that moment, I was like, this guy That's is the special. response you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is like, so many people be like, oh, well, you know, like, oh, Got, like guys who are bi can like they they're they're passing like you can straight pass um and it's like well you don't realize how hard it is for like it's harder to date as a bi person than it is to date as a gay person or a straight person i can tell you that well, now because elaborate because, on that <laughs> uh, right so because people don't trust bisexuals like oh. Like, literally, you can speak to some people, and they'll just be like, <laughs> they're bi, good luck with that one. Because oh. they they, sent, they <laughs> think that if you're bisexual, you're greedy, you're promiscuous, that mm -hmm. somehow you're some nymphomaniac. Like, they can't understand that, like, you know, some people just like being in a relationship. Some people are monogamous. Like, I am a monogamous <laughs> person. Like, I like to be with one person. I cherish that person. Like, that is who I'm with. And like I've said to people, like, I'm in a relationship, and they're like, "Yeah, but you're bi." I'm like, "Okay, you're gay. What's the difference here? Like, yeah. like you're straight. Right. I'm in a relationship. Bisexuality does not mean that I'm a crappy person. Okay, bisexuality yeah. means that I'm attracted to men and women. That's how I see my bisexuality. And it can be different for other people. You can see, like, uh, if you look at the definition of bisexuality, it's actually being attracted to like other genders um uh which is like but that's not how i see my bisexuality my bisexuality is men and women but for anybody who sees it the other way that's perfectly mm -hmm. fine as well it's perfectly valid because you know you you find the truth in your label that's that's why right. i say like who am i to say that that's wrong and who is anybody else to tell you that you can you have to live your life a certain way like at the end of the day the whole point of coming out is living your life for you so right. yeah like bi erasure is just happens all the time like and it's it's terrible it really is um and I actually hate it because I've had like loads of comments on my videos where like you'll get uh, buy now, gay later, or like oh you know you're just doing this for attention. <laughs> yes. I'm like why would why would I do this I'm for attention? Right. Because tell you what the negative attention yeah like I may get a little bit of positive attention, but I've got people like messages saying oh go kill yourself, I'm gonna kill you like 
um, yeah. you're going to burn in hell. Like, you know, I'm like, cool. Hell yeah. is great. Yeah. Cause like all the queer people Welcome are down the there. Club. Yeah, like, oh, if I went to hell, it sounds like a good time, because, like, I mean, we've got the great people down there. We've got, like, Freddie Mercury, yeah. you know, like, we're going to have good music, we're going to have good clothes, we're going to have good food, like, yes. it, it sounds yeah. like a great time down there, man. Like, heaven sounds like it's sort of assholes, really, so, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like That's I, funny, because that's what I told myself. I was, like, uh, when I came out and then I just, like, left my religion, uh, I was like, you know, I, I honestly do not want to be in the same heaven as they are. <laughs> I yeah. was like, is this uh, where they're going? No, because that that is something I don't want to have to deal with. So whatever. Yeah, I, I, I went through. So have, sorry, have, have, haven't you guys watched the show um, Love is Blind? Oh, Any wait. Of you? Yes. Uh, do you, do you recall? So. so on season one, there was a bisexual guy. And the issue was he had had so many negative experiences right with all these negative stereotypes that he wasn't comfortable telling the person he was matched with up front so in the show like you don't see the person you just talk them through a wall and then you propose right okay yes and then okay. you and then you get with them after that right and so the whole time he's thinking about i'm not gonna tell her this because she might not respond appropriately so what he did was not tell her propose after they're together and she got the proposal <laughs> that's then fine. he told her oh by the way i'm mm. bi right oh and no. she was, she was kind of like wait what and so she took a little bit of a step back like wait a minute like i need to process this yeah he immediately from all of his trauma took that as rejection right like you know you're being phobic and all this, and he really like flipped out and oh. basically to shield himself he stopped the poop. Lashed out at her and uh -huh. like broke the whole thing over, right? And uh -huh. I was like, to me, that was so sad that you already pre prejudged yourself from her perspective, mm -hmm. and then it essentially caused to happen what you were trying to avoid. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you had that, that same, same that, experience. That, 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 that's a broken person. Uh, so I, I haven't had that experience, but I completely get it. So like one of the things what I advise people when they message me, like they're like, ah, oh, I've got religious family, you know, like I've got a girlfriend, I've got a boyfriend, whatever. Um, I, I always say like, when you tell them, do not take the initial reaction as their reaction. Because what you got to think is like, when you're figuring out your sexuality, okay, like it took me five years to accept myself. And what I'm trying to do when I tell someone that I'm coming out is I'm expecting them to take all the five years that I've gone through in my own inner like turmoil for them yeah. to go, yeah, that's okay, cool, brilliant, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> like, you've got to give them time to process it. Like it may take weeks, it take, may take months. But like when I told my dad, the initial reaction, he seemed great. Like he seemed, he was like, oh, son, like, you know, I love you kind of thing. And then like a couple of days later, he just didn't talk to me. He didn't talk to me for ages and I was like, this is offline. My dad always talks to me. Me and my dad are like best friends. Mm -hmm. And like, I basically, I'd come out on Facebook and I told everybody. Like, I've gone like, and like, I got loads of positive feedback. And I was basically talking to him. I was like, oh, I've got, I've got really nice messages from like my uncle Lenny. He's like in his like 60s or 70s and he's like congratulated me. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this man's in his 70s and like, he doesn't care. He just wants me to be me. And like, my dad was like, he just, he just like kind of blew it off. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute, like, what, what's up with you? Okay, because, like, I, I'm going to be, like, pretty candid with you now. Like, you've been funny with me for the last couple of days. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you should have asked me before you decided to come out on Facebook. And I was like, I was like, what? Oh, 
And he was like, well, it's like something you should have talked to me first because I wanted to prepare my family for it and everything. I was like, huh? I'm like, this, this isn't about you. This is about, this is about me. Like, yeah. this isn't about your family. This is about me telling everybody. Like, I, and, right. uh, and then like the thing what he came out with is like, it's like, well, personally, I felt like I failed as a father. And I was like, like that, that, like, that cut like a knife. Like uh, I broke down into tears. I was just like, oh, man, I can't believe that the man that I've idolized all my life because he's been my hero, because he's always been there for me and supported me would say something like that to me. And like flash forward to now. Okay. My dad is the most supportive person out of anybody. Like he watched me in Heartstoppers. Uh, I, I was in a magazine. Uh, I was in, um, Oh, what's it called? Ah, uh, it's, it's a queer magazine. Attitude. Attitude. Yes. Uh, so I, I had, I had just I like a piece talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I got, I got in there just talking about bisexuality and it was like a really cool thing for me to do. And it was published nice. and I was like, I'm in an official magazine. Like, this is awesome. So I bought a copy for myself and I bought a copy for my dad. Um, I would have bought a copy for my mom, but I know like the house that my mom lives in, my brothers and sisters would have just destroyed it. So I was like, oh. I'm going to give, I'm going to give it to my dad because I know he'll look after it. Um, and I remember him taking it and he was like, this is amazing, son. And he put it on like, my dad's a builder. So he's like working man, like the, the industry he works in, everyone's like, oh, lad, 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 kind of thing. Like, um, <laughs> so, like they're not the kind of people you'd be, you'd be talking about like queer content to, trust me on that. Right, um, yeah, so yeah. like, and he put it on like his like um, his little dash bit, and I was like, Dad, you do realise that's a queer magazine that you're going to be driving around in your van with? And right. he was like, Yeah, I don't care, I'm proud of it. And I was just like, Aww. wow, like the full circleness of that from going like, I feel like I failed as a father to being that proud that I'm in like this magazine that he can just pull it there, and like if anybody asked about it, he'd be like, Yeah, shut up, my, that's my son in there, like he's amazing, and I'm just like. It, it, it literally it makes me tear up a little bit like because it, it's just absolutely. amazing to see how much like my, my dad's changed as a person and that's that's something i tried to put forward because like everyone probably thinks when i make my videos and all that oh well his family probably were fully accepting of him like mm -hmm. you know everyone was like really you know comes from a good background or like probably never had to deal with religion i went to a catholic school like my, my, my family is religious um on yeah. like, my mom's side and everything um but like it just takes time for this stuff to process like and it takes conversations and talking about it and understanding it and like realizing that it doesn't change me as a person like i am still mm -hmm. the person that i was yesterday i'm still his son like nothing has changed except for like i'm just being honest with him and he came he came back to me about a month later i i did my like coming out video and everything and he watched it and he came up to me and he was just like you know what son like he's like i apologize for everything i said it was a mistake. It's like, I haven't failed as a father because you're a bigger man than me. You're Aww. one of the bravest men that I, I know doing what you've done. And I was just like, and I hugged him and I, I sobbed and everything. It was, it was a really nice moment. But like, if I just took it off like face value, if I just gone like my dad saying that and I didn't give it time and I just like flipped out on him, like stormed off, left, ran away kind of thing. Because there are yeah. people who will do that. Oh, like, definitely. Yeah. I would I'd yeah. be one of them. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it, it may have not become, like, the happy story what it is now, and it would have always stayed on that negativity because he needed that time to process it. He needed that time to understand me and what I've gone through and, like, what it what yeah. it meant to me doing this. Like, me, like, because he was one of the last people I told, and he was like, why am I the last person you've told? And I yeah. said, like, well, 
you want to like people don't realize that like, when you come out to some people yeah. you usually tell the people that you know are going to accept it first yeah. yeah that's what you do you go for the first people yeah. you, you want to well, get like, that easy pet yeah. it, it's yep. like it's like the easy hit it's like oh yeah okay right right, right that's one yeah. like let's go on to the next one let's go on to the next one you save the people that you're most worried about or you care the most about to last mm-hmm. because yeah. if one of them take it negatively yeah it, it, it collapses like that's how you yep. feel like so i said to him like you weren't the last person because i didn't care you're the last person because you're the, one of the people i cared most about and yeah. like i wouldn't have been able to take it if you if you didn't come around how he didn't he did so yeah, yeah like the whole acceptance thing and giving it its time is, is super important like, yeah no I, I agree i i told my siblings before i told either of my parents uh because i was pretty sure my siblings didn't care but i wasn't uh i was i was like 85 percent sure that they'd be okay with it um but no they they just looked at me like i was stupid they're like and and then uh and then i told my parents but you're right yeah you don't want the, the ones that you're closest to you know it's going to hit like a uh, a truck if they don't um, take it the, the the way that you're hoping, you know. So, and you're also right. You got to give it time. You can't just yeah, go, like jumping into yeah. You can't jump into it. And I like so. I like, told these two. These go ahead, Tim. Sorry. Oh, what I was gonna say because like you know, like when 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 people people hear stuff like that, you know, the first thing they're gonna think is, what does this mean about me? You know, sometimes big, like when people hear big news, the first mm-hmm. person they think about is me. They have to process that then to think about somebody else. Yeah. So that makes sense. I can, I can, I understand that. Yeah. They, so they like think, oh, I... like their life's changed and like, they don't just see it as the person in front of me has changed. It's like, how does this affect me and him now? Like, right. Yeah. yeah right. Like, so like when I told y'all, so I told you too, I told all of mm-hmm. them. Uh, Tim, what I told you, what did you, what were you processing? Like, what were you thinking? Because, like, I, uh, well, I told that's, you. that's what I was telling you. Because, hold on, man, I'm all gurgly. I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> Tim's all gurgly. <laughs> that is yeah. a new word. We are pinning it. <laughs> all gurgly. Sorry about that. I don't know what was going on with me. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> when you told me, I, so I was thinking, like, because you know all the stuff that we was, we was like I've been telling you all the stuff we was talking about, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like okay. Oh, so so I, okay, so I'll give you I some guess. background for you real quick. So <laughs> yeah, I so we like I said we all come from the the same religious uh, denomination, okay? Um, and um, <laughs> I was trying to be straight, right? So I was like trying to pray the gay away and like have faith that I'd become straight. I really just didn't want to be gay uh, because I just it was just going to be a harder road to you know whatever and. Uh, so one of the reasons, one of the reasons that Heartstopper was so successful is because it's a positive story of, of queer love, right? But everything that, when I was growing up, everything that we, I had seen was just AIDS, um, you know, like um, uh, star-crossed lovers sort of thing, you know, or whatever. Like, it was just all very grim and gritty. So it's just not something that I wanted to live you know what i mean uh yeah. so i was i was trying my best to be straight in the process of doing that uh i was dating and i still and i did find women attractive so i i could not i could not deny that uh so i was trying to date i did i never dated anybody 
really, but uh, I was I was trying to talk to women that I found found really attractive because in hopes of if I married them. I, and a lot of gay people have this issue, especially in religious uh, factions or whatever, or whatever. Um, they they hope that by marrying they will marrying someone of the opposite sex that they will be um, that'll make them straight, maybe, you know, take them out of the phase or whatever the situation is. Uh, so I did that. So I tried that. So these these uh, these guys they know of uh, my pursuits. <laughs> <laughs> my pursuits of, of women that I did find very attractive. Um, and I, like Chris said, I went hard for it. So uh, <laughs> none of them ever worked out luckily, but uh, yeah. So anyways, Tim, go ahead. So yeah, you were saying. Oh yeah. So like I was saying, uh, you know, the stuff you was telling me and, and the long conversations about that. And then one day he was like, yeah, I'm gay. And I'm like, I was like, okay. Uh, Great. <laughs> I, that's not, that's the only thing I can think of. Because like, it was just like, you know, flipped right on the other side of everything. So I was like, okay. Great. That's a good reaction, though. That's the kind left. of reaction you, you want. Like, I did something yeah, similar, yeah. similar with my mate Joey. Like, so I have a best friend called Joey. Yeah, he has an awesome partner called Nathan. And basically, like, I remember when he came out to me, he messaged me on like Messenger on Facebook. And he was just like, oh, I'm gay. And I was like, I was like, cool. And he was like, no, no, he's like, I'm like, I'm gay. And I was like, I was like, like if you're, if you're trying to make a joke of this, like, this isn't funny. Like, but if you're really gay, I was like, that's People cool. Man. Like, yeah. Like, like if, if like, I don't find it funny if you're like trying to fake come out to me, but if, it, if this is serious and everything, I was like, that's, that's cool with me, man. Like, and he was yeah. like, he's like, I was expecting more. I think, I think that's the, like a thing what you have when you're queer. It's because you build it up so much in your head. Mm-hmm. When it does go right, it's almost quite deflating. Yeah. Like, I remember yeah. when I came out to my mom and I was like, Mom, I'm bisexual. Like, I got out, I climbed out of bed and I walked in. I was, I was like half asleep or something. Mom, I got to tell you something. I was like, I'm bisexual. And she was like, okay. Yeah, she's like, I always knew. You go back to sleep. Oh. I was like, I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, no, Mom, Mom, I'm being serious. Like, I'm, I'm bisexual. And she's like, like baby i've known since you were little like i just mom's no i was like okay she's like i love you go get some sleep i was like (laughs) okay mom i went back to bed i laid in bed and i was like this wasn't the moment I was expecting. Like, yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, baby, come Spent here. Like, I'm screaming and yelling or, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was so deflating, but it's the best kind of deflation. Like, I think it a lot of people best, yeah. go for it and it's kind of like, that's how you want it to go. But like, yeah. because you thought about it for so long, you're like, no, it never yes. goes this easy. So right. when it does, it's, yeah. it's like, it's a massive surprise. So like, yeah, you're, you're, uh, Taraz, you're like, your reaction is the best reaction. It may be the most deflating reaction, but it's the kind of reaction which like everybody wants, because if everything was like that, there would be no problem coming out. If everyone was it just like, be. yeah, that's cool. It, it would just be a thing. Like, it just no, no, it's just like, oh, dude, like, I like yeah. dudes. Like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, like, oh, you don't even need to say you like dudes. You just come up with a boyfriend, like, oh, yeah, we're, we're together. And, like, ah, oh, Sam, nice to meet you kind of thing. Like, instead yeah. of, like, like, the whole, like, ooh, kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, that's like, stressful. I got, what is it, uh, what's the one I, I really hated hearing was um, something like, 
um, something I love you, but I can't accept it or something like that or blah, 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 blah. I just got really hard. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't actually care about your opinion. (laughs) I just let you know, but I just, whatever. But anyways, uh, before we, before we end, um, I did want to talk to you about something that's uh, very important. Uh, I don't know if you, the other two want to, uh, have anything to say about it, but you had on, do you have on your, your Twitter account, um, a pinned uh, post and you have between 15 and 18, you didn't want to live because you were bisexual. Um, so could you, um, elaborate a little, uh, on that? Like what, what was that? If you want to, like, if it's too, that's fine. Like I, I, like, I'm not like ashamed of that in any way. Like that's the reason I pull it there. That's why I have it pinned there because like, I know there are plenty of kids who feel like that. They're, they're, they're kids younger than that who feel like that. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as I said, like when I was nineteen, I was probably at the like the lowest point of my life. Like, I literally used to like, like just sleep in bed all, all day. And like, I know, like, oh, lazy teenager, you know, you, you stay in bed. But right. it wasn't like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'd wake up and I'd be like, I don't, I don't want to move. I'd, why do I want to do anything? Like, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Like, I, w- I just had no enthusiasm for anything. Like, I wanted, I was tired all the time. Like, when I did things, it was so half-assed. Like, I was I was just kind of seeing this loop of, like, life is just so meh. Like, like life mm-hmm. is, just, is just painful, essentially. Like, everything is, like, I hated my job. Like, I hated, like, I hated getting up. I hated leaving my house. I hated being around people. And I just couldn't figure out what it was. And, like, I always used to have this feeling, like, in the back of my head that everyone disliked me. Um, and that all built up. And that made me feel like it, it, it made me depressed. Like, and that's what I figured out it was eventually is that I was depressed. Okay. Like I was, I, w- I was just miserable all the time. And I, my dad said to me, like, he realized that I remember like, um, cause it'd been years of like, obviously from the 15 to, to like 19, I was going through this whole phase. And I remember writing a note to my dad saying like, um, I had him sit next to me. It wasn't me coming out to him. It was just me saying, expressing my feelings, how I was feeling down all the time. I wrote down on this note that like, sometimes I feel like it'd be better if I wasn't here. Like sometimes it feels like it'd be better if I killed myself. I remember my dad hugging me and saying like, uh, he like, he's felt that way. Like mm. he felt that pain. And at the time I couldn't tell him the reason why I feel that way. Right. Because mm. like what, what you tend to find is it's not, Depression doesn't happen because you're sad. Depression happens because something bad, something big is always on your mind. And what happens right. is it contaminates everything else. So mm-hmm. the reason why I didn't like people was because of how I felt about my sexuality. The reason why I didn't like going outside is because how I felt about my sexuality. The reason why I just wanted to sleep all the time is because how I felt about my sexuality. The reason why I hate it. And it, it, just, it just goes into everything because it just right. seeps in. Because no matter what you try and do, it's always in the back of your mind, even if you're not thinking about it. It's like a subconscious thing. Um, and so, yeah, I just like, I got to that point where I was like, this is either going to kill me or I gotta, I gotta be my, myself because like, I can't go on feeling this way because it's just not going to work out for me. Um, mm. So I decided to come out and that's, that's why that bit's there because I think that's probably the most important part of that tweet is that like, you can beat it 
Like that's yeah. the message I'm trying to give to those kids. To the, it's not just kids; it's older people as well. There'll be people in their twenties, thirties, you know, people who've lived with this for a long time, and they get into mm-hmm. that point where like they're at the edge, um, you know, and they just they just hate themselves because that's how it, it how it feels. Is like when you're in denial about it, you start to hate everything about yourself. Yeah. Um, like yeah, because you, you, you can't embrace it. Like, right. so like you, you see like queer people and you're like, you start using slurs towards them. You start saying hateful things because you feel like if you can dissociate yourself from that, then eventually, like, like you said with like, like women, you pursued women because you felt like if I, if you actually got with a woman, maybe it would make you less gay. And mm-hmm. that's how I felt. I was like, as long as I disassociate, disassociated myself with being queer, like maybe eventually I'll wake up one day and go like, yeah i'm straight as they come and it's just not the truth it's just not the truth. No. It's just hiding from the inevitable and either yeah. the inevitable is going to eat you up or you, you're going to get past it and that's the only way to do it is to eventually come out and that's why i made the choice what i did but yeah, yeah for that, that longest time like i was waking up days and i was like you know just sitting in the kitchen with like it's horrible to say like sit in the kitchen with a knife and just be like this could i could i do it yeah and and i'm uh, glad i didn't well, but, I, like, i'm, I'm oh. curious oh Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Nate. Well, I the, the reason why I asked is because I also had the the same I had that um, same thought process as well, um, and I was actually I had made a plan to commit suicide um, because of my religious beliefs and my sexuality, um, and I had said uh, that I would go through it if. A certain thing didn't happen, which a certain thing did happen, thankfully. <laughs> so um, it stopped me in my uh, it stopped me in my tracks. Uh, I, I I prayed to God because I was very uh, conservative religion. I mean, I still still believe in God, but not in the religious. Yeah, uh, I think the, that's fine. Like, I, yeah, I've spoken to people about like the whole God thing, and like people say, "How can you be queer?" And, like. Be queer, be queer and be with God. And like, of course you can. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, people change religion to fit their views all the time. Like, oh, that's true. <laughs> like, if people were really, truly like, I am a devout Christian Catholic. Like, have you seen how many rules that they have to abide by? Yeah, which nobody is abiding by those rules. Yeah, like they don't abide, like, so you not, can't pick and choose. It's not just Catholics, okay? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's every, it's every religion. Like, you can't pick and choose. If you're going to, like, follow it devoutly and you're going to start using it to, like, you know, be discriminatory towards people and, you know, racist yeah. and homophobic and sexist and stuff like that, you better start following the other stuff as well because otherwise you just follow shit. Yeah, that's, so. that's the honest truth. Like, you can't say to one person, like, oh, you can't be that, but you do the other thing. I'm like, you're just as bad. You're just, yeah. in fact, you're worse because you're Probably trying to worse, go like, oh, yeah. well, you know. Uh, but the, but the, the thing is, they believe that, like, oh, I can pray the sin away. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. The no. sin, if you didn't really, like, when you committed those things, if you didn't, like, go like, oh, no, I'm truly sorry about this. That's not how it works. Like, you've got, the, it's about repenting. So it's actually feeling guilty. And those, and they, they will to recommit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not being really committed, but if you're just doing it, that's not repenting. That's not what you think it is like, but yeah, well, it's just pe- people twisting. That's a whole, that's a whole other yeah. conversation. Let me talk oh, about that's, Chris. That's what that's you saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. No, I had a question for you, Courtney was, you know, you, you mentioned, I think we were talking either on the podcast or before around how you don't 
you don't present as stereotypically bi, right? You you, you like a lot of masculine things. You ever you have a, a a girlfriend, right? So when when you fully accepted yourself, what did that look like for you? Like what 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 was different for you? What what did you feel more comfortable being once you made uh, that switch, or or, or or was nothing really different? Um, like a few things changed, but this is the thing. Like everyone thinks that it's going to be a dramatic change. Like you, like you're going from like the cocoon to a butterfly. Like all of a sudden, I'm going to be dressed yeah. in pink and walking down the street. It's like no, it wasn't like that. It was like pride. I would say, funny enough, that it's the way I spoke. So like I speak the same, but now I speak with confidence. I speak with. There's a difference between speaking and speaking with knowing who you are. Because, like, then you can stand by your points. Like, then you can, like, speak your truth. Um, and that sounds, like, really preachy, but it, it's true. Like, I can be more confident in what I say because I know who I am. I know what I've experienced. I know what I've gone through. And, like, I embrace who I am. And I wouldn't have done that before. I used to be really quite quiet, quite placid. Like, I would never get involved in stuff because I was always scared of who I was. That would come out, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, like, clothing-wise, like... Um, I probably wear a bit more color. I used to wear like a lot of just white and black because I didn't want to be expressive <laughs> because people might question my expressiveness. Um, so like this is a baby blue, like, you know, letterman jacket, like that sort of stuff. Like it doesn't, it, it, to everyone else, that's probably not a big thing. But like, if you went back to Courtney when he was 14, I said, go put that bright blue. She'd probably be like, yeah. does that make me look a little bit gay because yeah, right, you, yeah. you, you were thinking about it all the time so yeah, for right. you yeah, yeah. to be coded as gay because so like, if i wore black and white yeah if i just wore black and white then i never had to worry because nobody's gonna go like wow black's a, a really gay color white's right. a really gay color like no like it, right. that's why i wore like quite neutral colors so now i wear like add a bit more color into it like i did mm -hmm. my hair different kind of thing like it's just it's little things which you can do and you can feel confident behind. And that's, exactly. that's how it was for me. And a lot of people will take it to a much higher level because that's who they want to express themselves of. And that's perfectly fine. But for me, it was just little things. Um, and just being able to talk about certain subjects. Like I could talk about like how I was attracted to these people, how like I was into this type of music or this show, because beforehand I was like, well, you know, like I said, like, I'm, I really like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Back then, I wouldn't be like, I really like Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I'm like, does that make me? Um, it's like a cheesy, yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. '90s flick. Does that make me seem less masculine because I'm into that? But like, it yeah, doesn't. People, like Buffy people the Vampire, don't realize Vampire Slayer as well. So I'm. <laughs> Man, listen, I used to watch that show. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you but y'all like people don't realize they don't realize like the amount of mental processing that queer people like closeted queer people have to do to try to maintain this facade that they feel like they have to. In some cases, they actually have to maintain a facade for risk of you know being killed or even excommunicated or whatever the situation is. But let me tell you, man, um, like. People in the LGBTQ plus community are some great actors, especially if they're closeted, you know, like y'all don't know, like I love the color pink. Uh, it's not my favorite color, but I love the color pink and I would have never been able to wear, I would have never worn it, you know, um, because I like, does this make me, will this make me feel act too gay or whatever will other people start assuming and stuff like that. And I was very defensive when people called me gay. People would ask me, I had my, my aunt asked me. And I was just like, and I was just like, no. She like asked me, and it wasn't like, 
um, aggressive. She's not an aggressive person. She just <laughs> asked me, and I was just like, no. You know, like, I'm just whatever. So they don't, people don't realize, like, we be, we be having to go through some stuff, okay? So, yeah, you're right. You Once, you, once you're able to be yourself and just, like, just – you know, come out and just like breathe. Yeah. You just, you do find confidence. You, you find you're, you're just able to just, you know, wear what you want to wear, watch what you want to watch, talk about what yeah. you want to talk about. Like you're able to be right. a normal person, like the person that's in front of yeah. you, you know? So. Right. Yeah. And yeah, what just, I appreciate about, about what you've been saying, Courtney is, is you, you were simply just being you again, watching what you want to watch, liking what you like, not again, not trying to be bisexual or trying to, look a certain, you know what I mean? Or to try to fit any kind of particular template of what people would expect a label to look like. You know, but, I, yeah. I, you know for me, but that's I, a pitfall, I though. That. That's a pitfall, well, though. But yeah, but I, I, I think there are, when, when, I, when, I, when I see a lot of like kids these days, I think a lot, a lot of kids are looking for communities and places to fit. Yes. And, and I, think, I, think, I think a lot of it is, okay, this group is accepting, let me do things that fit over yep. here. So that means I'm going to overdo things or do things that aren't really me because that's what someone like me would do you know you well, know you know and so and, it's a lot of confusion happening. but see that's the problem so so for example me like when after i came out i wanted i wanted to i didn't want to dress in drag i wanted to dress like a diva uh and do a show like i wanted to dress like a like but not in drag you know with the um you know, where they, they paint over your eyebrows and they draw your eyebrows on. Like, I wanted everything mm-hmm. as natural as possible. I just wanted to wear a dress, have, like, this this bra or whatever. Um, and uh, and just, like, I wanted to look fabulous, just regular with with a wig or whatever. And then do a, um, do a show. I wanted to kind of, like, be, like, a mix between. I forgot who I said. It was, like, Whitney Houston and somebody else. Like, I just wanted to be, like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, and when I had said that to my friends, oh, they were like, oh, you want to do drag? And I was just like, does it mean I have to do drag in order to, like, it doesn't mean I have to identify as a drag queen in order to, to do this, you know, to just do this performance. I just want to do this performance. Drag queens are known for doing performances, but they're also, excuse me, they're also known for their, their dress and how they, you know, their, you know, how they do their makeup and stuff like that. They're, yeah, I mean, they have an entire show, like, you know, uh, what's it called? Drag race. So they, like, they have an yeah. entire, yeah. So they have a, they, they have an entire show. Like I was like, I don't identify as that, but I, what I was saying to Christian is you're right. It's, it is a pitfall. Like, because, so you come out, you don't know where you belong to so your gay, but you don't know where you belong. And now they have all these tribes, right? You get your otter, your, uh, a bear, you're a this or that, or I don't know if y'all know what those are. I'll find out later. I, I was the first one I ever heard about that, so. <laughs> yeah, <we're... laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be very nice. careful Googling later to <laughs> <Yeah. myself>. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, but. <I'm> like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, cause watch. <laughs> but anyway, wow, like the, the, that's the problem. Like you, you, you come out the closet, and as I was saying, it's a pitfall because then you have, you feel like you have to fit into. And this is what I, I fell into this, and I had to like dig myself out of it again. You know, I had to find out who I was 
you know, do I like this? It did allow me to try things that I didn't think I would try, but I, but I had knew known before I started it that I wouldn't like it. And then I tried it and I didn't like it, you know? So I was just like, Oh no, I'm not, I'm not that. And so I've had to establish for myself, well, I am just this specific type of gay. Like I, you know, I'm not, I don't fit into all of these. uh, I do fit into the label gay, but I don't tell people, Oh, you have to, fit into the label gay. I just yeah, fit into the label gay. I, 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 like, I completely agree with that. Like, I feel like sometimes when you come out, because of like how, like over the last, I'd say like two or three years, like being queer has become so mainstream. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, you like Pride's bigger, you know, you've got TV shows of like heart stuff are being made, but there's so many more shows coming out. Like go back 10 years ago, then maybe one, maybe two. Now yeah. there's like a plethora of them, which is great because, it, you know, more representation is always better. It helps like there'll be that kid who watches that one show and it helps them become who they need to be. Um, mm. But the problem is like I find is like um, you see a lot of it leaning into quite heavy femininity. So guys wearing dresses and mm. that kind of thing. And they look absolutely stunning, they look fabulous, like look amazing. But that doesn't always fit with, like, everybody who's coming out. And that can also, like, deter people as well because, like, the expectation, like... um, So I was watching Love, Victor, and, like, there's quite a good thing in, like, season two where he's walking through the school. And he's a bit of a jock. He plays basketball. He doesn't really see himself very feminine. He doesn't, like, wear makeup or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And there's, like... It, it's it's kind of cringy in a way because you have people coming up going like, oh, what's your skincare routine? And everything. He's like, I, I wash my face with water. Like, <laughs> what, what, what shampoo and conditioner do you use? Because it looks fabulous. And it's like, just because he's gay doesn't automatically mean that he's yeah. this, this, like, style guru. And like, yeah. like most, most queer people absolutely hate that. Like, mm. they don't want to be someone's, like, you know, token, like, queer yeah. friend who's meant to know all the biggest fashions and, like, be fabulous, be willing to wear a dress on a night out so, like, you know, all the, like, girls can love him and kind of thing. Like, they, they yeah. like everyone is different. They, they, like, I always say sexuality is not a personality. And, like, yeah. it, it, it feels Absolutely. like sometimes, like, because when you come out, like, everyone's praising you, you feel like you need to, like, as you said, it's almost tribalism. You almost have to get into one of these groups and almost, like, yeah. excel in it. Um, yep. to be like really respected but like they're just people just living their lives you know the guy that you can't there'd be guys who come out next day they just go to work in a suit and everything they're, yep. they're just just them it's just it's just tim just tim who's like come out but like nothing changes it's just tim i like mm-hmm. there needs to be more of that representation as well i think yeah. because mm-hmm. we've got so much of the extravagant amazing glamorous side of it but there needs to be a little bit more like masculinity and showing like there are other sides to being queer because like mm-hmm. I know from my friends Joey and Nathan like they 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 think they they love that sort of stuff but they don't connect with that sort of stuff and it right. doesn't mean that you can't enjoy that stuff it just means that like right. that's not them that's not like, you yep yeah yeah he, they would never like embrace that like my friend Joey started painting his nails like that's something he likes to do. Um, but you'd never see him don a wig and paint his nails and put a full face makeup because he didn't like that. Like, mm-hmm. but he respects it in like RuPaul. Like, right. so like, yeah, I think it's it's kind of a difficult thing because as it comes more mainstream, they're going to show that like uh, it's always the most like extravagant stuff and loudest stuff which gets the most attention, isn't it? It's it, right, that's going to yeah. be the thing. So like, that's what people expect you to be when you come out, and like people don't realize that you might just be the same person. 
Um, yeah. And that, that's cool to be the same person. Like, cause it's not a personality. It's just, it's just you. Um, yeah. So yeah, I completely get that. The pitfalls. Like, I remember I tried to use like, uh, I'm not very good with queer slang. Like, it's just not my thing. It does not yeah. roll out of my mouth very good. Like, I'm not like, oh yeah, sister. Like, no, no that's not me. Like, if I did that, my mates would be like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like. <laughs> It's what I'm supposed to do now, isn't it? Like, Same I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sashay away. Like, she's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, daddy. Like, no, it's just not, it's not yes. comfortable for me because it's not how I speak. But like, whoever yeah. does feel like that, that's perfectly fine for them. But like, it, it feels yeah. like sometimes you, you have to kind of force that because that's what people want to see. And it's almost like you become a showpiece rather than a person. And like, yeah, you just got to be comfortable with who you are. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's finding that right right thing because social media is so influential now. Like you got TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and all those things are telling oh, you yeah. like you got to be like this if you yeah. want to have loads of likes and loads of mm-hmm. followers and be amazing. Yeah. Everyone's kind of feeding into that like that it's ego pleasing thing. Yeah, it's it, it's, yeah. Almost, it's almost like the new form of drugs. Like it, it is. It's that <laughs> dopamine thing. Like I've got to get them likes. So yeah. you know, you know what I've got to kind of sell a little bit of me to be a bit of that because that's yeah. what will work for me and like yeah. uh, you'll find that a lot of people who are like that aren't like that in real life like yeah. they do it for the camera um and like but the problem is young people are so influential from it like they, they they go and do that and they think that's how they have to be and there's so many other ways you can be um so yeah i completely get the pitfalls of it because it, it's it's a delicate it's a delicate thread to walk on really yeah yeah it's like rap music <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to be clear. I think it's a explanation. People, you know, they hear the music, they see the videos, they believe that's how they, you know, how they have to be, and that's how they be. That's why you got. Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm a casual like hip hop listener, but like to me, I never saw that. Was like, oh, I'm gonna go and like get a Bentley and be like, I'm like, I enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I still talk like this. So like I kind of understand like to a degree, like some of it because I mean in, in the black community, right? Sometimes I feel like I'm not acting black enough, right? Because oh. like, I'm I'm kind of this way. I'm like, you know what? I like anime, yeah. I like computers, I like, you know, right. whatever. You know, I like hip hop too. I, I listen to stuff that you people will be like, you listen to what? I'm like, yeah, yeah I like this. Whatever. You would never know. <laughs> I don't blast it at volume 10 down the street, but oh, yeah. I still listen to it you know, by myself. Windows you know, down. so, you know, I, I get that oh, about, you know, just like being yourself. I, like, I, I'm this eclectic person, and that's cool. Like, that's yeah. me. And the people that like that particular set of stuff will get along with. If they don't like it, they're not for me. Wait, yeah, so a lot of people... Oh, sorry, like, a lot of people feel like you can't like one thing and like the other thing. Like it, it yeah. just can't go together. So like I love rap music as well. Like N.W.A., uh, Wu Tang Clan, you know, Notorious Big. They're like all like rappers. What I absolutely love. But like I'm expected to like Britney Spears and Mariah Carey <laughs> and all that. And that's kind I of music I'm right into. I love me yeah. Mariah. <laughs> like I like both. Sorry, right? so that yeah, you can it one more time. Like Christina Aguilera, bring it all. <laughs> Like, people don't expect you to right. be able to like that and then like that like right. but you know it's like we're, we're different people we're like why can't i like one thing and like the other thing why does it have to all fit into this one mold like yeah. break that mold right. be who you want to be right which is what you put on your uh, on your uh, 
on your Twitter, right? Uh, but I had a question. I had a question for you two, uh, Chris and uh, Tim. Um, mm. How likely is sexuality? I mean, you can ob obviously chime in too, uh, Courtney, if you have a, an idea. Um, but how likely is uh, a sexuality that is other than heterosexuality uh, to be accepted in, or admitted in a black Christian community? Uh, in, um, well, I would say in America, because well, y'all is in America, but you know, just in general, what do you all think? Did you? So that's a, that 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 is a that's a forward and backward question, because um, one, it is. I mean, it's one of those things where it's accepted, but not talked about. Well, you know? okay, okay, we all sorry. Have, we all have the people in the church that <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> that we all yes. know. Okay, <laughs> we all know, but we just yes. don't talk about it. So. That I so that but so it's not necessary. That wouldn't that. be considered accepted, right? That would just be. No, considered... that's what I'm saying. It's accepted. We accept them for who they are. We just don't talk about. It. They don't talk about so it. So I, I, I think it depends upon <laughs> like the area and like the particular, even the particular like church location, right, and denomination. Mm. Because right out here, you know, outside our denomination, it's it's very common mm -hmm. to have. You, you may have a in gay, the black a community pastor. You may have, may have yeah in the black community you may have a gay choir director. Especially, right? Uh, yeah. Choir, yes. All right? the choir that's directors just, are yes. That's just the thing, right? It's, right? Especially out here, but but I, 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 I think we, we look at like like someone being maybe bisexual. I think I think from what I've seen, and again, I'm not deep in the community, but I think there's still a stigma there, right? Of of you just not making a choice, right? Or or you seem like yeah. you're confused, right? So yeah. to me, that that's that's my perception. But again, not. Not being in the depths of it, I don't really know the experience. But from what, I, from what I've seen, as far as churches out here, you know, most churches again seem accepting of, of, of the gay community. Anything outside of that, I don't know because again, it's not one. It's not as easy to like see, mm. right? Um, but also, I'm just not in those conversations a lot of the time as well. So, okay, yeah. uh, Tim, you feel how do you? Sorry, go ahead, Courtney. Oh, well, like, I, I feel like this is like kind of a subject that's hard for me because, one, England isn't as, like, a religious country as, like, America. So, like, we, like when we see America and we see, like, the, the, there's, like, heavy religious views over there. Like, oh, really, like, yeah, yeah, like, we don't have that so much in, like, Europe. Like, religion's, like, I, like I've only ever been to church because I went to a Catholic school. Um, but I wouldn't choose to go to church. But, like, in America, it's quite common for, like, people to go to church on a Sunday. Like get in their suits and everything, mm -hmm. go there, and obviously you have like gospel churches over there as well, which are like I think it's amazing. Like that, that'd be so cool to be part of like that. And well, like you know, the only reference I have to is like Sister Act and stuff like that. But like that, 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 <laughs> that, that like, and uh, Blues Brothers, like like that, that like I would love to go to that. I'm not like a religious person, but I'd love to be a part of that because that's like amazing. That's some fun and it's, stuff. Like, I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah, like that's so cool to see. Like we don't have that over here in England, man. Like you come here, like no one's like getting like the music, like like amazing. It's like it's like hymns and stuff. You're like, oh god, <laughs> god, god you know, everyone's trying to I sing along. No one really knows the lyrics. Like it's like, yeah, give us our chances. That's why I like But in like America, it's completely different. So like, but like as for like like you know a person of color or being black. I don't know what the best term is for, for you guys, but like, um, 
over here, I don't really have any friends. I, I know one person, and like I, I can see, like I, I feel like it's so much harder for somebody who comes from that sort of background because of religion, and then because of like racist views anyway as well. Like you've got that on top as well as being yeah. queer. Like it's like it's I, I, I couldn't. It must be the hardest thing. Like. It is. It is the hardest thing. Uh, and the reason why I ask that is, yeah, because we, we come from a mostly all black um, church. Um, and it is kind of a double edged sword. Uh, I ended up coming out, but I didn't think I would I, coming out of the church. I didn't think I would. I thought I was going to stay in church, like help change it or whatever. It just didn't work out that way. But um, but I am very well. Uh, very well aware of the um, like you it's a the, so the black community ends up being like a real family you know like a you know everyone knows everybody and stuff like that whatever and you grow up among, amongst these people and stuff like that but then if you come out as a sexuality other than heterosexuality uh, heterosexuality then um, it's almost like it, it just goes from day to night you know like it's just it's cold shoulder, you know, people not talking to you and stuff like that because yeah. like the black community, at least in America is very, um, a steeped in religion. Even if they're not like going to church, it's very steeped in religion. Um, and, uh, and, and reading the Bible or erroneous readings of the Bible and stuff like that. And, uh, if you go to like the South, with black, uh, don't do that. Like, like, I, that like I would advise you not to do that. Stuff like, stuff like that. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's, just, it's just very bad. I mean, it could, it, it could, it could, you know, good things can happen. But in general, you know, and I, so I asked these guys because, as as they said, I, I haven't been in America for um, almost ten years now, or ten years plus. Uh, so I don't know if it has uh, changed much. So that's why I was asking because. You know, when I was there, it didn't seem very welcoming. You knew that if you told them something that they weren't going to uh, like, they, you know, they would turn your their backs on you, sort of thing. You know, um, but yeah, you know, if, I think to your point, Nate, like I, our particular denomination of Christianity, yeah. I don't think has changed that much. But I oh, think no. the broader Christian environment, I, I think, is is further along. So. Okay. You know, again, we come from a very, very, very conservative yeah. <laughs> wing, right? So that's not really changing, you know, mm -hmm. but I think the the broader environment, I, I think, has been more open for longer and I think is, is, is progressing further. Mm. Okay. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that was, uh, <laughs> I said last question, maybe like 10 questions ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're just gonna wrap it up here uh courtney do you want to tell um our, our audience where they can find you yeah yeah so uh, questions yeah you can find me on youtube um so it's courtney J. I have lots of helpful videos to help you with your coming out process but if you want to talk to me like one-on-one -on -one, uh the best place to get hold of me is on my instagram which is courtney courtney underscore j um so yeah message me over J there j-a-i j-a-i yeah um i don't know if it will appear on the screen like how it is for us right here um when it goes through well, I'll, if it gets through. I'll put it on the episode so hopefully yeah yeah just come over and message me we can have a chat um and we can see if i can help you out um 
but like yeah it's been amazing talking to you guys i've actually had a lot of fun here like i didn't realize we've been talking for so long because oh like, yeah it's just yeah. a good laugh we do so. this, i'm telling you yeah for sure <laughs> we'll definitely have to have you come back sometime and talk about yeah. games oh yes time, so. oh yes, yeah yes. Like, oh man like games are like so we love us some, some, it's gonna be like three hours long because like, i don't know <laughs> right trust me we know okay <laughs> <laughs> all right well um yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't gotten our section about our our, our social, so we'll we'll just call it out. Uh, you all can find us uh, on Twitter at unofficially underscore op. Is that correct? Am I getting that mm-hmm. right? Yes. Right. Um, and then also on YouTube, Tim. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> unofficially opinionated YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Not not much up there yet, but really, if you not just yet. go to our, our anchor site, anchor.fm. Uh, backslash is unofficially dash opinionated and all the links are on there as well so you'll find everything there you can subscribe uh, we'll be on Apple Podcast this coming week once oh. I get that set up so whoop, whoop. Awesome. I've been busy but other than that if you can Google Podcasts we're on you know Spotify all those good places so check yeah. us out alright cool well signing out uh, we'll see y'all next time see y'all next time bye Tim <laughs>